welcome to Level with Emily Reese. This is music by Arkadius Raikowski for the game Layers of Fear 2. Horror music is difficult to write. It can be really predictable, it can be really derivative, and it can be unlistenable for a number of reasons. Sometimes the volume is just way out of control, too loud, loud, blasty music. Maybe there's just way too many grating instrumental techniques, or maybe too, just too much atonality, clashing of out-of-tune instruments for effect. Just There can be so many ways that horror music can just become boring really fast. But not Rx music. Uh, some of this music is downright gorgeous and thoughtful. And what a pleasant surprise for a horror soundtrack. We're going to talk about Layers of Fear 2 today. Uh, you also scored the first one, which is was so much fun to like listen to them both and kind of compare them both. So we'll talk a little bit about that too. But if you wouldn't mind just talking a little bit about what the game is like. Layers of Fear 2 is, uh, well, just like the first one. It's a psychological horror game about an artist. So the first par- part was, uh, was about a painter. And the second one is about a, about an actor uh, who okay. wakes up on a ship and tries to you know find a meaning in all this. Um, we hear this uh, this demonic deep voice who is supposedly a director and he possibly knows uh, knows you better than, than than yourself. Yeah. So so and the first part was was about. Uh, a painter and his 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 madness, right? Yeah. So it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty similar, uh, but uh, you know we had a lot of paintings in the first one. Now we have a lot of movies. <laughs> <laughs> First part was much more intimate, I guess. It's a, it was a, it was a small game, um, while the, f- the second one is more like an, a Hollywood uh, old uh, cult story, which is, uh, you know, it has many different nods to cult and classic movies. So I guess this is the main difference, and it's much longer. It's much longer. It uh, it has a few cutscenes. It's got those beautiful, uh, beautiful rendered endings, and stuff and stuff like that. So, in terms of you know vastness and the the second part is is much bigger. I guess. Okay. Okay. So yeah. you clearly then wrote a bunch more music then. Yeah, I you know the first part. Um, I think I wrote about thirty minutes of music or, or something, and and for the second part. It wasn't much more. It was an hour or an hour and a half music. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, so, I mean, we in Bluebird Team, um, they like to combine uh, sound design with music a lot, 
And I really don't like to put music everywhere. I like to play with silence also. So uh, there's not a lot of music um, needed, to be honest. But mm -hmm. uh, I must say that I think that every track that, I, that I've written is actually inside the game. So th oh, there's... Wow. Yeah, I, I, I don't have any spare track, so it could be used to, <laughs> to another game. Right. I think I use everything that, I, that, I, that I've written, so, so it's pretty nice. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. The time period, isn't this set in like the 20s or something like that, the 1920s? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Did that have anything to do with the, the type of instruments you chose or the, or the fact that it was about movies? You know, mm. Did you write more in this Hollywood style? Or tell me a little bit of how that affected... Your music? Yeah. Um, well, the, the music certainly is not very modern in terms of how the horrors uh, are being scored nowadays, um, because it's very lyrical and um, also has a lot of melody. Sure. Um, I, I also wanted to, to, to do it uh, sort of hypnotizing in a way. Uh, so I hope I did achieve that. And, uh, you know, modern horrors are... Uh, uh, scored a little bit differently recently. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, there are a lot of um, stingers, risers, uh, you know, stuff like uh, some some deep and loud hits. We wanted to create something something much more different, something something more minimalistic and subtle, and something that is. Um, we want. I wanted to make a music that is beautiful, and then this beautiful music uh, so it could be twisted um, inside a game mm -hmm. so it's 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 a little bit a little bit different I, I really liked that, that approach I think This track, um, "Stay Awake," is "Stay Awake." Yeah, yeah, it's, very it's, long. it's beautiful. It's very long. It's more Thank than thirteen you. minutes long, and it did very much remind me of you know a through composed, like well thought out, uh, minimalist mm -hmm. piece of music. So, uh, talk to me a little yeah. bit about constructing that and um, just experience, you know, getting to write a, such a lengthy piece of music there. Mm. Yeah, you know, I really like to create hypnotizing music. I like music that flows through you and you can just sit and, you know, um, kind of be lost mm -hmm. uh, in your space and in your mind while listening to it. of it too basically gave me that that opportunity to, to create this weird uh, this weird and long and, and long pieces it's really hard to catch uh, that track uh, in game actually because it is mainly used in various different instances inside various cutscenes okay. uh, especially 
Yeah, when you play a movie, when you go to a um, theater inside the ship, that you can find a theater and a project, the movie projector, and you can find some slides and play the movie. So the narr- narrator will uh, read you an interesting story, and you can hear this music in various instances. really interesting to um, to find various oh, pieces of, of this track in, in, in game because at first we wanted to create this very long and very big progression because w- what's what's the most interesting I think is the track was created um, firstly <laughs> the music was created uh, and then uh, we thought how to put this track inside our game <laughs> so oh, yeah. Yeah, so 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 that's why that's why it turned out to be uh, to be so long. say I have a lot of um, freedom, uh, a lot of creative freedom in everything. I don't have a lot of feedback, so I can do really weird things with music and they are <laughs> completely okay with that. So are so you an great. in-house composer for the studio or you just mm. work with them often? Uh, yeah, I, I think I am an in-house composer now. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, basically I make music for every Bluebest team title right now. Wow. So I guess I am, yeah, I, I think so. But I work in my studio in Krakow. One of the things I also really liked about uh, the the main themes for both l- the first layers mm. of fear and the second one, <clears throat> pardon me, mm. um, I liked oh, how sure. the themes kind of, they start with the same interval, but then they go in just completely different places, but they have, I, I love that the, the vocalist is there for the same mm-hmm. beautiful uh, mm. woman sings in the first and the second, and so there's these commonalities, but tell me a little bit about the direction you took that main theme, because it's like this grand waltz compared to this mm. kind of pianistic yeah. uh, floaty thing for the first one yeah 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 um, well the f- first layers of fear uh, theme was all about actually it was all about the wife of a painter because she was a pianist and probably she was a singer too um, so it was really natural to concentrate on the drama of a wife
new part is all about being an actor or an actress and uh, you are still an artist and there is still a piano which I just cannot get get rid of because I really love that instrument and mm. how, you know how um, simple melodies can still be so beautiful and touching. Yes. Uh, so at the same time, there's this deep love for classic uh, cinema in Layers of Fear too, and the music should really um, concentrate on that. You know, old movies used a lot of strings, a lot of orchestra. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so it was very natural to hire real performance to, to record those sections. Yeah, they um, sound great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Virtual strings couldn't give the same effect as the real uh, mu musicians, right? Right, right. Yeah. Uh, I worked with for, for Music with George Stress of Simon. Uh, Simon, who is a great orchestrator on Destrojeva. And it was really inspiring. It gave, I think, it gave the score a touch of, uh, you know, uh, fresh air. Strings were the most important aspect of, of the soundtrack because old movies, well, I, uh, when I think about classic, my favorite classic movies, uh, the scores is always about strings and orchestra and things like that. So yeah. we also wanted to have this, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's scary music for the most part, mm. for sure. And. Mm. I'd love to hear you. T you've written mm. scary music before, so just tell me what I did. You think? Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, what you think scary music is like, and how you, how you do it? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I think it's all in the process of creating a story and connecting the various instruments with situations that take place in game. Um, in general. I don't really like the usual approach for writing a, a horror and scary music um, because movies and games are already full of orchestra hits. Uh, like I said before, rises, singers, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the typical way of scoring scary movie. So we always in Blueborough try to go beyond that and there are a lot of experiments um, such as how the minimistic sound design and music sound um, with a scene that is really horrific or how the beautiful music sound with that kind of a scene. So um, there's a lot of twisting and turning inside out the sound of an instrument uh, that is recorded.
Well, I think that finding the sound that is characteristic and recognizable, uh, for example, for an Indian monster or, or perhaps a very um, important scene, uh, really helps. And of course, then there are those all those technicals, right? Like um, psychoacoustics and deep using deep and low frequencies. Uh, layering those frequencies so you can't actually he hear them but your body can and uh, mm. it you know it's it's sometimes it's somehow um, so your body and your mind reacts um, oh. according ac accordingly it's really interesting actually it's a, it's a very interesting psychoacoustics is, is a really interesting topic of uh, strange instruments did you use uh, you know kind of outside mm. the norm yeah I think I didn't really use here any kind of a strange instruments um, mm, well what is interesting though is uh, that a big part of the music was stretched and put through an old tape player and then recorded again to um, achieve this lo-fi really? style sound yeah cool. so yeah, so so you could hear all those you know noises, strange noises and things like that. So, um, so some of the recordings are also barely recognizable due to heavy, yeah, heavy um, lo-fi, uh, just like I said before, due to heavy lo-fi processing. Mm -hmm. And if you uh, maybe you remember the track that is called "Light Is Calling," it's the it is the last track on on an album. It is actually one of the most important pieces of, of, of music in layers of Free 2 because besides endings, this is uh, our main theme for for the monster, for this demonic being that sometimes chases you throughout the game. Okay. And th th the thing is, this piece is being destroyed. The more we see the monster emerging through the painting, there is a scene where the monster just uh, emerges through the painting and falls on the ground and forms itself. <sighs> strangely, it's, it's a very weird scene. So at first you hear this music, uh, which is kind of really beautiful because the violin uh, is playing the solo and stuff like that. And then the music uh, begins to twist as the monster uh, begins to emerge. So it was, uh, I think it was an interesting way of not using your typical scary sounds, but you know, destroying something that is uh, that was meant to be beautiful. Tell me a little bit about coming up with that idea and kind of your experience with that that kind of 
creation of sound, you know? I think I just like experiments, you know? I, I really like experimenting with sounds. I really like experimenting with um, unique approaches to, uh, to scoring. Um, I like twisting uh, instruments that are, you know, very recognizable, like, for example, a violin. Uh, just modifying the sound can give you some really nice and interesting results, mm -hmm. I think. So um, I also scored Observer. Um, it was a cyberpunk um, thriller, uh, horror thriller, a game with Rutger Hauer, uh, the, guy, the guy from from, uh, from Blade Runner. And um, we did quite a, quite a few experiments like that in there, so I really liked it. I really liked it. Okay. I really wanted to, to, to make something more uh, with that kind of oh, cool. uh, mindset. talked a little bit about how you use silence and that's mm. such an important thing to do yeah. <laughs> in all music yeah. really but um talk to mm. so talk to me a little bit about uh that approach yeah silence silence is oh my goodness si silence is 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 so important i think that many devs out there really forget that that, that silence is so important i think that music um you know, when you play a game and, and hear the sounds of the environment and and the sound of a scene around you and, and you know, then hear some small part of the music, it can give you a bigger impression. Um, mm -hmm. I really liked the, that, that approach in, uh, there was a game called, oh my goodness, I just forgot how, how, how it's called. It's called, uh, it's one of my favorite horror games. Oh, that space, that, that yeah, space. of course. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that space. How, nice. How, yep. how could I forget this? Yeah, <laughs> this, the music was was brilliant by by Jason Graves, and there were quite a few scenes when you go into the room and you can't can't hear anything, just pure silence. Yeah. And then after that, you you, you go elsewhere and, and suddenly hear this uh, this strange and weird cues or or the or the pure madness uh, happens, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think I think that um, controlling the silence and the music and the loud parts are so important, uh, not only in games but also in in movies. So you are a gamer then? Yeah, I am. I am. I guess I am. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't you don't like horror games? Because I I'm scared. I get scared. 
Really? So you so, so you never played Layers of Fear? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> I could listen to music though, get scared enough listening to that. <laughs> For all the right reasons, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I, I, I always liked games. I I liked I like Silent Hill. This is one of my fa oh, yeah. favorites um, horror games uh, of all times, which is not really uh, horror. I think it's more of a small kind of uh, psychological um, game with beautiful music by Akira Imoka. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I you know I grew up on Final Fantasy and stuff. So so yeah, now I don't have much time to uh, to play, by, but 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 I I, I try to. Play the good titles like God of War. Mm -hmm. I even just bought an Oculus Rift S. Oh, so, nice! So, so yeah, I, I started to dive into this VR stuff, and not, not really, I don't really know uh, what it's all about yet. So you're also scoring or have scored a game called Blair Witch, right? Yes, I. Well, it's in the process. Now. Okay, I, I'm scoring it. Okay, okay. So it's it's yeah. to be released. Yeah, it's to be released. Yeah, it's a nice game. I think um, Blair Witch is. Uh, I. Well, it's kind of funny because I, I've never thought that. I will have an opportunity, and in Poland, to you know, to score a project like this because uh, Blair Witch Project was a movie that I really, really liked, but it was it was a long time ago. Mm -hmm. uh, um, uh, I think there were, there were a few games, and then there were a few movies too. They yeah. weren't very good, probably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but yeah, the first one was 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 really great, and uh, I think it's a. Uh, Especially for Americans, it's a uh, it's a really nice IP. So 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 it's great. It's great to be you know to be a part of this. What more do you want to say about Layers of Fear 2? I think it's a great game, you know. It's uh, it's a game for players who really like to think about uh, the story. And um, I don't think it's a pure horror. So it doesn't scare you that, that, that easily. I think it's... It's also more psychological in a way. So if you like to, uh, if you like Twin Peaks by David Lynch, or yes. some, some kind of uh, um, you know weird uh, stuff, <laughs> then Layers of Fear should be, especially the second one, it should be for you. So I highly recommend it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I really enjoyed the music. A lot of times I find horror music can be, and you talked about this, you know, it, mm. it can be 
just a little maybe predictable or derivative mm. and yeah. I just I thought yours was like you said it was it's beautiful um, and so uh, a nice surprise so mm. uh, I really I really liked it Ari, a lot it's great it's great to stay thank you so much well thank <laughs> yeah thanks for talking to me today Thanks for listening to episode 109 of Level with Emily Reese. You can learn more about Arik Raikowski at patreon.com slash level. There's a full playlist there, too. I'm Emily Reese. Sam Keenan is our producer. Say hi, Sam. Hi. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Level with Emily. And learn more about us at levelwithemily.com. Made possible by Adam Selvage at Tiki Web Services and composer Brad Gentle. Level with Emily is a production of June Media, Inc.